What is up, sports fans? Thanks for tuning in. My name is Fry, and I'm the host of the Sports by Fry YouTube channel. Today, I'm going to be talking all things AFL fantasy, in particular, looking at round four. Jesus Christ, what a week. This is a shithouse week. I know not everyone struggled, but the majority of people did, myself included. It's one of the worst scores that I've had in recent memory. And to be honest, I don't really know how to fix my team. I'm stuck at a crossroads. I'll dissect my team, show you the scores, talk a little bit about some good players, bad players, and some trade moves you might want to make this week. Alright, so as everyone can see, I scored 1865 this week, which is, I thought 1907 last week was bad, about 50 points less. I don't really know where to start. My overall rank's now outside the top 20,000. Here we go. So first up, for those listening uh, on the podcast, this is also a YouTube video, and during this time I'm interactively showing my team. So if you want to check that out, you can find the YouTube video um, by searching Sports by Fry. But let's break it down. My backline was okay. My backline's actually probably been really consistent this whole year, and I don't think I'm going to make too many changes. Jakey Lloyd, though, he's not getting it done. There's not a lot of other options as a premium defender that I'm confident in. I mean, Cade Simpson struggles as well. Yoey's in the same boat. Zach Tui could be an option, but yeah, anyway. Liam Ryan's doing what I thought Liam Ryan would be doing. I mean, I'd like a few more points, but we did play the Giants, we'd expect. Roy Laird's a beast. Three rookies, Finlayson, and Doty and Murray all perform fine. Zach Guthrie's a little bit disappointing, but he's on my bench, so I can deal with that. Next up... Tom Mitchell spewing I made Tom Mitchell my captain, but I know everyone was in the same boat. He only had 83, which, you know, is it's not really good enough from any captain that you'd have, let alone Tom Mitchell, who's been averaging about 140 before this week. I traded in Bryce Gibbs and Scott, Scott Steele side bottom this week. Super stoked with both of those moves. Traded out Gary and Josh Kelly, so that definitely helped my score. I couldn't imagine what my score would be like if I didn't have those two boys. Lukey Parker had a good game. Thank goodness he performed with 114. Lucky Neal, just good for 100 every week, exactly 100. I'd like a bit more, and to be honest, he could be one that I maybe move to try and get a few more points. The rookies in my midfield all underwhelmed a little bit, but you're going to have those games. Andy Brayshaw might have to go this week. Banfield looked good. Hopefully Don Barry can get another game. The Rucks... Jacobs and um, Maxi Gorn, once again, just always combine for about 200 points, a little bit more. Um, Gorn, I watched half the Melbourne Hawks games. He looked really good. Timmy English, he's got to come onto my field now. I'll talk trades a bit later, but he is getting it done. In my forward line, this is where shit really hits the fan. Billings has been crap. Heaney has been fine. He's good for about 90 every week. Petraka is in between 70s and 90s. That's okay. Christensen's been good. But after that, my rookie selections have really let me down. Fritsch, he's close to breaking, like hitting his break even as his average, so he might be moved. Venable's in the same boat. He tweaked his ankle. I think it was his ankle. Um, so he could go. Liam Ryan and Langdon on my bench are two guys who are injured, so I doubt I'll be uh, keeping those guys for long. But yeah, that's how the large fries and coke went this week. Um, shit ass week. Hopefully. I know, like I said, I wasn't alone, but hopefully I can bounce back and start to steady things um, in round five. So that's how my boys went this week. Uh, 1865 is not good enough, but it's okay. I, 
I don't really know how to go about fixing this squad, but there's a lot of rookies that are on my field still that are getting close to topping out in price. So hopefully I can make a couple of smart moves in the next few weeks and that'll really see me launch back into the top 10,000, then eventually five and upwards. So time to talk plus threes. Um, one of the boys who I've had my eye on a little bit and I mentioned him in my Dream Team Talk article as a bit of a unique guy as a defender is Michael Hurley. Big Hurley had 131 this week for the Dons. He looked really impressive. He had a bit of a breakout year last year and looms as a pretty solid premium defender option. Next up is Brody Grundy. I didn't think Grundy would be playing this well this year, but even with Mason Cox, he's still getting it done. He had 126 on the weekend. His price is huge now. He's nearly 800K. So for those of you that started with Grundy, kudos. He could be the best Ruckman like, period in fantasy this year. Next up is Jack McRae. He's... Almost a certainty to come in for me this week. 128 on the weekend. Keeps getting it done. You know, in, in a midfield where I need, you know, big scores consistently. And it seems like we're lacking premiums that can go 110 plus every week. McRae is definitely a trade target you should look for this week. Negative threes. Starting in the back line, Cade Simpson had 66. After his first round, I thought Cade Simpson's a lock. You need to have him in your team. But he's looked pretty mud the last few weeks, so... Yeah, defender, premium defenders, with the exception of Rory Laird, are lacking at the moment. I really miss Sam Doherty. <laughs> Sticking with the uh, defenders, like I said, Jake Lloyd, 67's not going to get it done. I don't really know if it's McVeigh that's causing these low scores, if it's a bit of a role change. I haven't watched a ton of Swans footy. Um, I've seen bits and pieces, and he's had okay games. I think he had 100 earlier on, and he's had a 90 or so, but not good enough from Lloydie. Next up is Paddy Cripps, really popular option after the first week or two. Similar to Lockie Whitfield, who was also in discussion for the three here, but 67, no, 76, sorry, on the weekends. Not good enough. Um, There's not really much option you can do with Cripps. I, I think you probably have to suck it up and hold him from here, but yeah, disappointing because we thought that he'd really take his game to another level this season, and it looked like he was going to earlier on the year, but the last two weeks he's kind of struggled. It's worth mentioning that Carlton's really got pumped the last few weeks, so that might be why they're struggling, but, or why Cripps' score is down, but yeah, you need better than that from a premium midfielder. Some quick-fire trade thoughts. Um, I'll try and pick out one bloke in each line for you. I think if you're looking defenders, um, I've been bullish on Shane Savage all year. I think he's a good option, but Paul Seedsman is the one that you should look to get into your team. Seisman's averaging 100 at the moment. He's still under 600 grand. His break even's quite low, so he's definitely an option you should look for. For the midfielders, I reckon McRae, I've already mentioned and talked about him. You've got to get him in your side. He is probably on my radar to come in for Lockie Neal, but Neal's okay, so I'm a little bit stuck as to if I'm going to bring him in or not. But if you have the option to bring in McRae, do it. In the forward line, Toby McLean is your man. Priced at about 620 grand. He looks like he's good for about 95 to 100 every week. Could be a nice little switch for Billings. Um, even though the Bulldogs aren't doing that great on a team perspective, their fantasy numbers are pretty good. And McLean looks pretty set. He had a low around the 60s mark, 68, I think, from memory. But he's shown that he can have big games as well. So he'll have a couple of down games, but he's definitely an option you should consider in your forward line. Aside from that, Guys like Zach Merritt and Adam Trelaw were very popular trade-out options this week, and they both went massive in round four. So I think Merritt's lost about 200 grand. I don't know how much Trelaw's lost, but 
Those two guys you should definitely have on your radar. I don't think trading them back in this week right away is a good move, but if they have another good game in round five, you should definitely load up on them. Rookies that you could bring in, Nick Caulfield, Mitch Crowden, and Matt Guelfi. Guelfi, I'm pretty sure. All three of them played really well this week. Um, all three of them are still quite cheap. Their average is nowhere near their break-even, which means they're going to generate you a lot more money. Um, I'd consider all three of them. The beauty about Crowden and uh, Nicky Caulfield is they have DPP, so you could put them in your midfield and have that forward switch, or Caulfield's case, defence switch, or you could put them in the other lines and switch them into your mids or vice versa. So all great rookie options there to generate some cash. Trade-out options, uh, John Barry and Dave Armitage this week were dropped and didn't play in round four, so I know a few teams had them, more so Barry than Armo, but yeah, if they don't get a game again next week, then they should probably flick to someone who could generate some cash. Armitage owners, you could do a straight swap almost for Jaeger and Mira, I'm pretty sure. Maybe a little bit, it'll cost you a little bit of dough, but that's a smart move. Like I said, Billings for me is someone who's underperforming and he's definitely one that could go. Other blokes who are probably, now that we've seen a month of footy in that same boat, include Dane Zorko, Rory Sloan. Both of those guys we thought were going to be premium midfielders and neither have fired at all this year. So you could trade one of those guys to maybe the aforementioned O'Meara or if you've got a bit of dough, someone else, or maybe even downgrade to a rookie. It would kind of suck to have to do that in the midfield, but, you know, those two guys have got to go. A couple of others, like I mentioned, Cripps and Lloyd, they aren't really getting it done and... It's a tough situation whether you trade them out or not. Um, they're definitely on the fence, though, and Lloyd is one who could go for me this week. If I owned Cripps, then he'd be in the same boat as well. Guys who had a bit of an average week um, that you should probably still hold include Mickey Walters. He's a good forward. Don't stress too much about him. Same with Matty Cruiser. He only had a 60-odd score um, this weekend, but he's good to bounce back from that. Don't stress. And Lockie Whitfield's, again, another one. He'll probably get DPP in round six for a defender, so if he keeps scoring low 60s, then he might have to go, but because he's got that dual position in here, or coming, fingers crossed, he should be a good option. Rookies, uh, Brasher and Fritsch have almost topped out in price, so you could flip one of them and downgrade to one of the other guys that I previously mentioned, make yourself a bit of money there. That's probably um, the only two rookie guys who you'd want to trade out, unless you've got guys who are injured, you know, like of Liam Ryan, who's out for a big stint of time, I know Langdon from the Giants is due back soon, but you know if he's missing any more time and you can potentially get a Guelphy or Crowden type, then that's a smart move. Just quickly looking ahead for next round, um, Josh Kelly was a, a pretty big omission from the sides this week, um, battling a groin injury. There's no real reports yet as to whether he'll play or not. Um, Leon Cameron said he might be out for one or two weeks, so I traded him because I didn't want to hold him in my team, and I know a few others did, but see how his injury pans out over the week. A few other guys in that boat include Mark Murphy, who was a laid out, um, Dan Venables, who injured himself in the Eagles-Suns game, and finally Toby McLean, who I've talked about. McLean and Venables um, could have played out the game. McLean went back on after injuring himself, and Venables could have was in a blowout win, so the, both of them should get up, and I'm sure Murphy is in the same boat, but... Again, those three guys are ones you should just keep your eye on and see how their injury news pans out over the week. Rocky was hampered by a calf injury. He's having a miserable year. If you still have him in your side, I don't know what to do with Rocky. You must, you've got to trade him out. He has to be a trade-out. He's scoring in the 40s. But I don't really know who you could get or what you could get for him um, 
you could try and just make a boatload of money and turn him into a rookie and maybe turn Brayshaw into, say, I don't know, another decent mid, Merritt or Trelaw or, uh, yeah, I don't know, poor Rocky. It sucks to see. There wasn't a lot of uh, tribunal news. Sam Murray was under hot water a little bit for his clash with Mitchie McGovs, but he's been cleared. Um, fingers crossed there's no other carnage that comes through team selection. At the moment, my trades this week. I'm going to trade out Liam Ryan, put Tom English, <laughs> Tim English, into my forward line and field him over probably Venables. Um, he's scoring really well. That makes me a boatload of cash. And then with about 200k to spare, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do. I like the looks of Robbie Gray, but I don't want to get him into my team before his buy. So Billings probably survives. Um, similar with Lloyd, there's not a huge amount of defensive premium options. I could get Tui or Hurley, like I said before, but I don't think I'll do that. So I might even look at downgrading um, Andy Brayshaw or Fritch to Guelphie or Crowden or Caulfield, who I mentioned. So then I've got a ton of money that I can launch into my round six trades when DPP comes out. Thanks for tuning in. That pretty much wraps up the round four video. I know that, like I said, I wasn't alone with my terrible score. But remember everyone, it is a long season. We're only in round four. So a month of footy has been played. We've still got about 20 games of football left, or 20 rounds, I should say. Um, hang strong. One last quick thing. I noticed that when I was looking at my trade options, I've got 15 players who have the last buy in round 14 out of 30. So we don't really need to start planning for the buys yet. But if you're looking at a trade this week, for example, I was looking at maybe trading out Lockie Neal to Jack McRae because that allows me to um, get a bit more solid buy structure. That's something that you just need to keep in the back of your mind. We're still about 10 weeks away. Oh, sorry. About seven weeks away from buyers kicking in and being a factor, but just take notice of that. But thanks for tuning in. Happy trading. Good luck for round five. And until next time, peace.